Welcome to Jedi Fun Time, Episode 7, which is going to be out a few months ahead of the actual Episode 7. Yes. Um, and <laughs> Not jo- get confused. Joining us on this episode is the lovely and talented Pam Rose, all the way from... Hey. You're in London? Yes, I am. All the way from London. Mm-hmm. So um, we're definitely going to talk some Star Wars with her. Right. And she's been in the... Uh, many, speaking of mom's calling, yeah. <laughs> mine just did. Uh, speaking of, and she, um, she's been had many other roles in a lot of actual big, a lot of other big films too. That and you might not I, know of. This is why I wanted Jimmy to start. I'm not good at starting. I stumble You're all over. Always it. good at starting. <laughs> but you didn't introduce the rest of this team. Well, right. if they've been listening to the other six, they should know. My name is John. Brian. And this is Jimmy. Um. <laughs> and, and, and Pam. Yeah, can't leave her out. So, But yeah, to those who don't know that she was in Star Wars, she was also in other uh, movies as well. Um, limited roles, but still very iconic movies, uh, such as the uh, original Superman uh, with the uh, I was going to say Keanu Reeves. Sir <laughs> Reeves. Wow. Yes, wow. We, yeah, we're not used to doing podcasts as early, so yeah. we're, we're more of a night night team here. So, um, Also, uh, Batman 1989 with um, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Michael Keaton. There you Jack go. And, mm-hmm. and uh, also a show, which I thought was a movie called Space 99, 1999, but I guess it was actually a TV series. It was, it was a TV series. I believe it was two. It was. I believe it ran two series. Wow. I was in the second series. Okay. 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 Very cool. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll we'll, go, we'll get to Space Ninety Nine in a little bit. I'm calling Ninety Nine, you know, Nineteen Ninety Nine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Space we'll, Apostrophe Ninety Nine. We'll go ahead and start the, on as far as um, Pam. How did you actually get on, on the the role for Star Wars? Um, was it just like an open like casting audition that you applied for? And no, I used to, to belong it? to an agency in London. Okay. And the first film I worked on was Nineteen Sixty Eight, so I was fairly well established on the circuit, but mostly as an extra, as stand-in, doubling, all sorts of things, maybe a little stunt work, some driving. Hmm. Oh, wow. Um, no intentions, really, to become an actress. You know, it was just, I was working in casinos and modelling and filming and just about anything that I could to keep surviving because my father was very, very ill at the time. And we did Star Wars in 76, and I was actually allowed to take two Polaroid pictures of my character to show my dad, and unfortunately he passed away in 1979. So that was very nice of him, and I I promised I would never use them, and I haven't until about the last four years. Oh, really? But they're they're all Polaroids, so they're all pink and funny and gooey now <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I don't... still have them oh, that's good they don't last like they no and I also <laughs> still have the the death mask of when they did my head cast so wow that's cool few, I'm, uh, I'm surprised yeah, Lucas was able to let you go with mementos. that yeah. oh, that's very cool now when you got the role and they said yeah you're going to put on this alien type head which to those that don't know she played a um, character which later they released a name called Lee Sub was the name of the character and basically she was a uh, Katina patron um, did well you... the first name I had was Weird Girl Weird Girl is that what they <laughs> and the script is that what it was called when you were reading the script that was on the call sheet is Weird okay. Girl <laughs> okay then you I, I, then I, I'm sure once your action came... figure came out then they obviously gave you an official name then right no I had another name before that oh did you I had Lisa Sirin. Okay. And then when the toy came out, because 
the Chinese or whoever manufactured it spelt it wrong, it came out <laughs> to Lisa Serling. Ah. So <laughs> I've, I've had three names for the smallest part in history. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, with, now with that, when you got the the part and you actually saw what you had to go into makeup and stuff, were you were you kind of like wondering what kind of character were you actually playing? It's just... No, it was a job. Yeah. Literally, you know, and thing I was in it for the money and I did five days shooting and I got two days overtime just for makeup so that was pretty cool yeah Mm -hmm. so and it was three hours a day in makeup as well so it was worth every penny longer time on the set yeah exactly it more money you get yeah well it wasn't so much a set it was like being there in the middle of the night to work with the freeborns to get all the makeup and everything put on yeah, and then go on set and after I'd finished I had to go and have it all taken off because the actual extended head was used every day but they had to put new skin and hair and makeup every day so but they only had the one lump and I just wonder where that lump is <laughs> <laughs> because I went to um a show in Denmark last year and the girl had tried to make the dome but she'd made it something like concrete and I tried it on it <laughs> and how she held her head up I don't know it was so heavy really and another one she pulled um you know when they did highlights she put a rubber mm-hmm. sort of cap on yes yeah and she had that with a piece of hair so <laughs> it, nobody's been able to really you know, with all the costumers, nobody's been able to replicate it, so... It's still got to be pretty cool when you go to the cons and stuff and you see people that actually try to mimic you and dress like you. Well, it's weird, you know, especially when you don't know. In Canada, we were sitting outside and it was blowing a gale and hail and everything, and it was freezing. I had four jackets on, T-shirts, scarves, hat. I had bed socks over my feet to try and keep my feet warm. <laughs> And this girl came out with no stockings or anything, with just this little tiny outfit on, and she was as white as death. <laughs> but, you know, and they all knew except me, so that was quite fun. And, uh, took me by surprise. That's funny. Okay, my next question is uh, from your memory, Pam. Um, how long do you think that set, that scene was when you were in the cantina and they did everything with, you know, Harrison Ford and while he was in there and stuff? How long do you think you were shooting that uh, scene? that they filmed in Star Wars? Well, I was there five days, but how long they took to do the rest of it, you know, if they were shooting towards the door, then maybe we wouldn't be called that day, you know. So, I haven't got a clue, really. Okay. <laughs> All I know is I was there for five days. We were working around Easter time, and I know I kept being called Egghead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It, it amazes me that it was a five-day shoot, if not longer. That it, well, it, it must have been a lot longer than that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would because never have thought that. We never saw anything of the band or anything. That was all done in America. Uh, oh, really? okay. That's yeah. right. Okay. And then the outside was all done in Tunisia. Mm-hmm. So you never know. You know, I've been on the set five days and not even walked on the on the scene, you know. Wow. You just never know. Right. So where? what studio was it filmed in? 
We were at Elstree. Okay. Yeah. Just outside London. Okay. Okay. The new one they're doing it mostly at Pinewood Studios. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now I was, I was, like you said, you didn't know how long you know you were there and stuff. Now, were there other like, did you have a speaking role at all at first, or did you have more no. camera time before you actually saw the movie and then saw you know show that got edited and got cut out? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Another question. I'd say um, people have said, oh, on the Blu-ray and the DVDs, there's extra footage, and some people have posted on Facebook clip-ins and things like that. And there was an exhibition at the British Film Institute, and somebody took a picture and said, oh, you've got a picture exhibited there. And it was one that I'd never seen. So, you know, there, there must be loads of things lying around. Okay, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I've, I've got no... I did remember seeing recently like some new like 8x10 photos of like different angles, shots of, of you in the cantina. So maybe that might have been it, either was off the Blu-ray or or from what you said. So that's very cool. Well, the thing is, you know, we used to have the continuity girls sitting there taking Polaroids and writing all the notes, which they don't do so much now because it's all digital, nearly. Mm-hmm. And I suppose they then you have the makeup people taking pictures and then you have the set people taking pictures. So all of a sudden these people must be thinking, oh, you know, I'll dig them out of the attic after 40 years Mm -hmm. and maybe somebody's interested because it wasn't until about eight years, seven or eight years ago that I knew anything about memorabilia or autographs or anything like that. had no idea at all. And to think that somebody would even want my picture and my autograph was unheard of. Yeah. Now, were you were you approached by that by someone just saying, "Hey, you were in Star Wars. You need to come, come check out this convention and be a part of it." Yeah, I was, yeah, I was approached by somebody, um, and then I did the sort of um, showmasters one. Okay. First one mm-hmm. that was in a place called Milton Keynes, mm-hmm. and that's quite a while ago. But I've already got twenty this year. So wow, wow. Yeah, is, I was going to talk to you about that later about how many about the con circuit because you're you're definitely heavily involved over there in the UK and trying to get you over here in the states. So that would be great. I remember we talked about um, it before, and you're just you're I've just waiting for re- you're waiting for an outlet. You're waiting for a way to get in over here. Well, the thing is, I don't mind paying the fare if I could get two or three shows mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. I have friends in Florida and in Alabama that I could sort of make it a little trip. True. Well, Johnny's always talking about starting his own con here in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. So if that's the case, we'll definitely have you as a Star yeah. Wars guest. We 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 sh- we for sure would. And uh, I I told Jimmy to get the funding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you find the backing, and we'll figure it out. Love and loans. So. Um, but uh, you know, so when you were back to the, um, the scene, though, when you were filming, were, were what were you guys? What kind of direction were you given as to make it look like an actual like conversations and an actual cantina? Because I mean, you guys weren't obviously just standing Listen, around. You're talking to a bar fly here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, also, I knew most of the people in the business at the time, but when they were all in costume and masks and hairstyles and makeup and prosthetics and things like that, because I was on the set later 
and left later. I never used to see the people when they were being signed in or signed out because in those days we used to get paid cash at the end of the day. Okay. Now it's completely different. It's through the agency, commission, VAT, and wait three months to be paid. So then it was quite a good job. You know, if you were short of money, you could go and do a day's filming and you'd have money for the rest of the week. Oh, that's great. That's so, yeah. actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was in the days, you know, and I really enjoyed it. And as I say, I was quite versatile. I didn't sort of get typecast or anything. I was also quite a queen, clean-looking young lady. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any tarty parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, now I... Somebody asked me uh, just before Christmas, would I like to play a part of an old woman with grey hair in a body bag? And I went, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> you have your limits, I see. <laughs> no, I'm not interested. I think I'll be in a body bag soon enough. I don't want to practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. My next question would be: Do you have any like memorable experiences that you had on the set while while you're waiting around being a barfly? Well, Kenny biting my bum. What was R two D two? Oh, Kenny Baker. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how was um, working with he? Was it... well, this, again, you know, he'd been on quite a few bits and pieces, and sort of was one of the well known of the dwarfs at the time. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, I used to sit knitting or sewing or reading or something like that you've seen the picture of me with my feet up no with... I haven't actually you haven't no I haven't what kind of fan are you uh, sorry <laughs> that's great I must there's, have... one, there's one of me in the cantina with my feet up knitting <laughs> really no and I love to see those I love to see those behind the scenes shots leaning on my oh. shoulder relaxing <laughs> So, so the cantina wasn't really as uh, as rough a place as they made it seem. <laughs> you just go relax and, you know, work on a Well, the thing is, you know, they take time to set up and do rehearsals. And sure. Yeah, I was just one of these people who can't sit and do nothing. Some people can sit all day and just relax. I can knit, sew, read, rabbit. <laughs> do you know what rabbit is? No, no, no. Chatting. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you learnt some English today. Yes, yes we did. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, you got to do something to pass the time, right? Because, you know, otherwise I don't know, everyone getting all set up as far as, you know, camera angles and uh, actors in place and stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure it's definitely a long and tedious uh Well, as I said to you before, I've sat five days ready mm-hmm. and never worked. So mm-hmm. you just never know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be ready for when they call you, but you don't know how often it's going to be. Right. Yeah. Just as long as they're paying out of the end, I guess that's all that mattered, right? That's <laughs> all that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any idea that it, the movie itself was going to be as big as it ended up being? Or did no. you think this was just like a little goofy science fiction? The space opera was thing, thing, you know? I, I tell you the truth, I never thought anything about it. Mm. You know, I just... Uh, was used to seeing funny things and funny makeup and funny costumes and being in funny positions and stuff like that. It didn't... It was just another movie. Yeah. 
and because nobody knew what it was going to become, did they? No, I I, no. I would agree with that. I, I would think most people That's, on films. It's that... like you know, saying number seven's coming out and it's the first one. Everybody's yeah. anticipating, but nobody knows what it's going to be like. Right. No, Especially we, yeah. now that Disney has got hold of it, so you you none of you know quite what's going to happen. Yes. And when we were working, you know, it was it was a virgin type of project. Nobody knew. Same as um, you know, working in space, nineteen ninety nine. They had all sorts of weird creatures in that as well. You know, so it's like the horror movies, people hanging, all sorts of things. It was <laughs> it was all make believe. It's not until you see it on the screen that it becomes a story. Go were, on, next. Were you, were you always a fan of science fiction, Pam, or just was it just something you just landed? As far I'm as... still not a fan. No, not a fan <laughs> at all? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I don't often see them. I, as I said, I've probably hardly seen most of the stuff I've worked on. So... It's it's actually pretty common. There's a lot of people. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even to this day, like, for us, like Johnny Depp, he never sees any of his movies at all. No, even on yeah. a small scale, you guys don't listen to our own show. No. No. <laughs> I don't like the way I don't like to hear my voice. So listen. listen. The other thing about sort of doing extra work and background work, the idea was not to be seen. True. Because yeah. at the end of the day, when you used to go and get signed off, they said, "Were you seen?" And you said, no. So they say, okay, 7 o'clock tomorrow. And then behind you, oh, yes, I was standing next to the main actor. Not tomorrow. And they go, what? What? You don't want me? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the idea, yeah. in those days, we were called background artists. And the idea was be in the background so that I could be sitting in a restaurant one day, walking down the street the next day, ice cream seller the next day. Right, steady work basically. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes. Very. I worked on the Iron Lady. You know the Iron Lady. No, I don't With, know. Um, about Margaret Thatcher. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. We know um, her. I can't remember the actress's name now, even. But I played in the. I was in the hairdressers. I was at the factory, and I was a delegate for a conference. So. If you don't get in the background, you don't work three days. Because yeah, right. people recognize you from another scene. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They still do that to this day. So, were, Jimmy, weren't you in a ba- in the background shot of Chicago Fire, the yeah. TV show? I was. I did season one of Chicago Fire for. I did about like six, six or seven episodes. And actually, my car got more screen time than I did. So, <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about, Pam, as far as being a background. Because you're right. If you're seen on, on camera, they're, they're not going to watch you to come back. Because yeah, well, it'll you know, confuse the audience. Like. Yeah. That's another thing that I used to do. You used to be driving the car up and down the road or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So that means you get paid for the car and you. Right. So that's even better. Exactly. It was a bonus. They paid us yeah. They paid us more for having our car. So I'm like, hey, you can have my car every day if you want. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't okay. know that. That's pretty. That, yeah. that works. Yeah, it's, it's a cool experience being in the background because then while they're shooting, you're trying to figure out how the scene is going to go. But when in filming, they do everything backwards. So, and try to have your back to the camera or right. stand so that just your eye is showing. <laughs> so they'll do, they'll do each scene backwards, so you're trying to put the pieces together like what 
that mm-hmm. is going on here, and that's that's probably the cool part of being on set is well, trying, to figure, say, trying to figure you know, out what the producers are actually doing, you know. So I've just remembered that it was Meryl Streep who was playing Margaret Thatcher. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she was very, very good. <laughs> and she used to stand on the stage and try and encourage us to do, like, clapping, as in applause, and if it was a boring sort of change round, she'd sing to us. And I was I was impressed, not by many, but I was impressed by her. I hadn't seen any films with her in it previous to that, so naughty. Very <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, we'll um, we'll move on from Star Wars for now, and we'll definitely come back to it. But uh, we'll talk about your other movies that you were basically backgrounds in. We'll we'll start with Superman. Um, what was your experience with that? How did you like being on that set? Compared to the other I movies, worked on, I worked on one, two, and four. Okay. Oh, really? oh, really? Okay. Okay. I don't so think you I got. Did a, quite a lot I don't think you got credit films. for the other movies, though. I just think you just got credit just for the one. I don't know whether I got a credit to that even. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just. Um, I was one of the reporters in the Daily Planet. Yes. And I was going out with Chris at the time. Nice. I was going to. So, I was going to ask you how did you, um, you know. What was your experience working with Christmas Reeves? But you obviously know him more on a personal level. Yes. Oh. And, you know, we used to go to the cinema. I used to go to the gym. He used to come around to the pub where I used to work part-time. He used to play the piano. Wow. And very, cool. very, very nice man. Mm-hmm. Absolute tragedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And another one I just did really background in it. And then the fourth one I was doing... The stunt flying for Lois Lane. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So you, you can add stunt woman into your credit of things on film then, too, besides being yeah. a precision driver. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Shame a little, little bit of fighting as well. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, I, I do Dublin. I've doubled it for a couple of the Bonds, mm-hmm. Bond girls. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Because wow. I, they like my hands, so... When um, Sean Connery did the last one with Barbara Carrera, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was called again. Um, she had to set a bomb in a car, but it was me in the end that set the bomb in the car. So, oh, cool! Wow, yeah, all sorts of bits and pieces, you know, which gives me gives me more of a story. Mm-hmm. For sure, right? Yeah. You know, I haven't been handed a script learn it parrot fashion and just go and do it and then run away again, you know, sort of get involved. I'll tell you the funniest story. I was working on a horror film with Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow. And I have a phobia about spiders. <laughs> and in the film, this actress was keeping spiders and she used to feed them on fruitcake. Really? Now, after they finished shooting, they called me in to do some hand doubling. Mm-hmm. And then they told me I had to hold the spider. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> so I I said a few choice words and said, I'm going home. <laughs> but then they told me it was, they were winding me up uh, because they knew I hated spiders. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of, of pranks on set like that. This is why it was quite good in those days. There wasn't so many people doing it. And you got to know everybody. Mm-hmm. Now there's like 
millions of people all want to be famous in five minutes. Right. And I hear of people not bothering to turn up on set. It just drives me crazy because we were so professional. Now people don't have, um, what do you call it? They can't be bothered. Yeah. They think, oh, if I don't turn up, it doesn't really matter. But really, it does matter. You're one of a a group of people doing something. If one of the cogs doesn't go, the wheel is not going to go. Right, right, right. True. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like a lot of, like, a lot of your friends that were on Star Wars seem to be on these other movies as well. A lot of them were that, that portrayed just Stormtroopers oh. were in Superman, they were in Batman, they were in a lot of these other movies. Like, it seemed mm-hmm. like some kind of a circuit that they... Well, we were, you know, because you got the reputation of being on time, being right. polite, doing what you were told, you know, all sorts of things like that. And they knew that it makes their job easier because you're professional. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's like the cantina. All right, say one of those days I could, oh, I'm too tired, I'm sick, I don't want to turn up. The head would not fit anybody else. and Probably the costume wouldn't have fitted anybody else. You could tell by my face it was me. Mm, right, right. So yeah. then it becomes a problem because they wouldn't be able to do that scene that day. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people now, they don't have the sort of experience or the thought that this is what's going to happen. They think, oh, I'll just turn up, I'll get paid, I'll go home, mm-hmm. which is which is not good if you're doing the film. I don't see why you'd want to do it that way. I mean, for me, it would seem like you'd, you'd want that experience of, you know, being there and, you know. Well, I would have thought so, but, you know, I used to, as I said, I worked in a casino for many years and I used to have two people that were consistently late. <laughs> And they knew that if they come in late, they'd get first break because everybody else had gone on the tables and stuff like that. And it was just mind-blowing. You think they must sit outside and one second to go, they run in. Yeah, they run in. But I know what you're talking about. Being an extra, it's it's not for everybody. Some people don't like to sit around for 14 hours a day. Sometimes they can go even longer. And to get the same rate of pay as some people will just cut corners and they'll know not to stick their heads out and be used and they'll go home after a few hours. So, oh, it's just, it's well, not... years ago, I know that when we did big calls that some of the the old boys, shall we say, they used to go in, down the local pub and pay cards or mm-hmm. go and sit up in the woods and sunbathe. And say there was two or three hundred people, they probably wouldn't be missed. Right. You know, but... Now they don't do that many big crowd calls like that. So anyway, <laughs> they can make sort of a football pitch look busy with three people. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. It's yeah. CGI editing for you. Yeah. Yeah, but you could always tell it's not real people. I know, but they think it does. <laughs> like when, yeah. I remember when Titanic came out and they said how would, how good it looked and how real and I'm watching the end scene when the the people are falling off the ship mm-hmm. and I just remember looking at it going that's that's a fake person that's a fake person I mean, like even I could tell <laughs> but they, it was at the time it was great CGI so you know can I tell you something sure, sure. I've never seen it <laughs> you didn't miss much the ship sinks at the, the ship sinks at the end <laughs> that was the most that was the other most disturbing part is how many people came out of the theater not knowing the ship sunk mm-hmm. And they're still waiting for the sequel. 
Yeah. <laughs> there is no sequel. <laughs> uh, that Doctor Who tried that's, Data that's Starship. Catastrophe, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What else can we talk about? Is there anything you want to talk about, Pamela? Like maybe some upcoming shows oh. that you might be attending that some of our UK audience might uh, be interested in hearing? I should be going to Newcastle. Okay. I should be going to Trowbridge. I should be going to Hull. I should be going to High Wycombe. Wow. I should oh, wow. be going down to the Isle of Sheppey. I should be going down to Southampton. <laughs> I should be going to France. So... As I say, pretty busy. I've already done one so far, and oh. my next one's on the first of March. So, very cool. You know, yeah. It's... And people are calling me to do shows where I'm already booked, so I'm missing. And I told them if they want me, they have to book me early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the one that I had to cancel this year, they've already booked me for 2016 and 2017. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. That's great. It's good. Yeah, it's real you good. Staying busy. Well, I'm known as a good, fun guest to have. You know, I join in with the costumers and the customers and the kids and the stall holders and, you know, try and have a nice time with them. Yeah. That's... So they go home with sort of a good experience, uh, you know, that, oh, she came and talked to me and she had her picture and she was kneeling on the floor and she gave me a cuddle and... The kids remember things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. They do. They do. <laughs> and they appreciate it, too. all big kids that go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, those big kids appreciate it, too. Don't feel yeah. Like worried. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's great that you know, you're scheduled like that. I was going to say, since you did, you said you had 20 shows lined up for this year. Yeah. Do they ever get, I wouldn't say boring, because I'm sure they're fun, but not... The word I'm trying to look for is, you know, you just like a routine. Like, you know, you walk in, like, yeah, I know I need to go here. This is my table. I need, you know, I'm, no, no, I'm going to no, sit in front no, of a no, table no. and then everyone's going to take my different. picture, you know. So everyone's, everyone's a different experience for you? But the thing is, say I went to Southampton mm-hmm. once. I meet people down there. I really like them. I really get on with them. And then maybe I never see them again. Okay. So getting invited back, it means that people I've met before will actually come to the show to say hi. Yes. Yeah. Which is cool. which is really nice. Yeah. You know, and I don't know much about the north of England, but now I've got quite a few friends up there because I've done a few shows up there. So they're all saying to me, oh, when are you coming to my area again? So that's the nice part of it as well. Okay. It's, it's... And I've never seen anybody be rude or, you know, upset or fighting or anything like that so that's nice they might all fight with each other behind the scenes but Mm -hmm. i've never come across it myself (laughs) that's good yeah i i I think they're frightened that i might sort them out (laughs) (laughs) but they'll let you lose on them they said i should have been a school teacher (laughs) well you you played a security officer and uh are you being served for an episode yes at the airport (laughs) yeah yeah See, I have all the episodes of that show, and I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. But that wasn't a sh- that wasn't the TV series. That was the film. Oh, I got that too. Don't worry. <laughs> I, okay, I've been I'm a, in the film. He's our sci-fi not in guy. The TV series. Oh, it wasn't a sci-fi show. That's not a sci-fi. It's show. about a. It's about a store. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's about a department store. It's, it's like a Harrods kind of department store. Oh, okay. Yeah, with um, John Inman. Yeah, he was brilliant. Actually, <laughs> he was he was hilarious. Yeah. And 
well, you, that picture that I'm holding in my, in my arms, he's got a pink and white trouser suit on. So if the picture had been in colour, it would have been fabulous, <laughs> you know. But, and that was in the newspaper as well. So. Wow, nice. This, what else did I do? A Batman? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're going to talk about that next. Um, Batman sequence was in, like, a casino sequence. Okay. So it was right, uh, right up mansion. the alley. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't remember? No, oh, no, I, I remember. Oh, we remember, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. But go ahead, Pat. On that, I was tech advice, and I also had my croupiers from the casino I was working in, and I was also an extra. Wow. Oh, wow. Very close. So that was quite good. Now, did you see that movie, Pam? Before I ask you how Mike Ke- or how Michael Keaton was, <laughs> no, you didn't I've see it. <laughs> I've seen bits on the TV. Okay. <laughs> no, as I say, I don't don't really go to the cinema that much. No. Well. I went to see my um, my week with Marilyn. Okay, mm-hmm. I know that. And, film. Uh, all about Marilyn Monroe, and I went to see the Iron Lady, but. Most of the time, I don't bother to go. I don't even have a DVD or oh. CD. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. I've got loads of old videotapes, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I, the best intention is to put them all onto CD so they don't take up so much space, but I haven't got round to that even. So it's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can see why you're very busy in the convention circuit, so that's why you don't have time to watch watch these movies. <coughs> <laughs> I've, I've been busy at home here with lots of problems at the house, so that is still, it's getting near the end, but it's still ongoing. So uh, That's been going on for about, what, at least a year now? I, oh, more than I've that, a year and a half. I've seen you posting on Facebook, it's basically updates of uh, your... Um, your building uh, works. Building in rehab, getting rehabbed. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it's been a nightmare because, well, it's too long to go into. If you've seen <laughs> the pictures, you know what I've been going through. I have. They haven't, but yeah. yeah. I, I can and, only imagine, since I know most homes and buildings out there are hundreds of years old, that rehabbing well, this, has got to be. This, this house I live in is divided into four apartments, and it was built in 1890. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So... Uh, well, it's a Victorian area in Fulham where I live. I live right near Chelsea Football Ground. Okay. Oh, right. nice. And originally, Fulham was a little village outside of London. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a Victorian village. So to come by horse and cart or highway men or whatever mm-hmm. in those days, it was, it was probably five or six miles from the centre, mm-hmm. so you know that was quite a long time, quite a long way in those days. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And now I'm sort of, God, God knows, I'm You're, in the middle of it. It's a big city now. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. God, is it? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. But I've, I'm thinking that when all the works are finished, that I shall probably think about relocating. <laughs> So more well, quieter. the thing is, it's, it's going to come to that stage, as I say. I don't want to move when I'm 75. True, true. And I live on the top floor, and 
dragging cases and shopping and things up and down, sort yeah. of like three flights of stairs, sometimes is a pain in the neck. Yeah, yeah I bet, for sure. So, yeah. so I think, you know, maybe move to the countryside where I can park outside my house instead of <laughs> play and hunt the car. <laughs> Actually have a parking spot or a whole parking lot. Well, so. we have... Here you get a parking permit, but you can only park on the areas that they tell you to park. Yeah. And especially when I was working in the casino, I'd come home at four, five, six in the morning. I'd go round and round in circles trying to find a space. And then I'd come home and the next morning I think, where did I park the car? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going around with the, the flipper to see if the lights flash to see where it is. <laughs> uh, and one night, I came home, I parked, but they put signs up to say there was going to be roadworks the next day, and I didn't see it, so they didn't tow my car to the police, they moved it to another road. Oh, really? <laughs> it, it took me 24 hours to find it, because they couldn't, oh, they wow. gave me the wrong name of the road, oh, no. and luckily the local estate agents... They helped me out and said, oh, why don't you try this road? It, you know, There's no such road as that in the area. Oh, <laughs> and then they gave you a ticket for being in the wrong place. And I said, well, I'll tell you the truth. At four or five in the morning, I don't go around with the torch <laughs> looking to see if you've put a <clears throat> sign up during the night. Right, right. You know, all, all I'm interested in doing at that time of night is just getting home safely. Going to bed, right? Going to bed. Oh, it'd be nice if I had a house with a, a car park <laughs> in my drive or something. <laughs> Got anything else? Um, Space nineteen ninety nine. Sure, we yeah, can talk about that. We can talk about that a little bit. I I've, I've seen it when I was uh, when I was younger. Like, uh, like oh, thank little... you. Go on, rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I've seen it, and um, it was a unique idea for a show, especially at the time. And I know Martin Landau was in it, and he's always been a pretty big name actor, but. You were in the second series of it. You you were in a lot of episodes, though, right? You weren't just in one. No, I was in eight. I mean, oh, okay. that's a good run. Was that? The well, one? I was one of the command center crew, so you know, quite that's, consistent. Yeah, it was a steady gig gig for you then. Yeah, right. yeah, that's very good. Was that... And you know, I, I've started doing some other conventions for Star um, for Space nineteen ninety nine, and I've also done a convention for Batman. So. I'm oh, wow. picking up bits and pieces along the way. So awesome. my circle is getting bigger. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a show that was actually, I thought, pretty good. And a lot of people just haven't seen it because, you know, the time period it came out. I mean, like, I mean, Jimmy and Brian, I know I haven't seen it. I have not seen it, no. no. I actually have a vinyl record that my dad had that was like a story with a book from it. From when oh, it, really? From when it came out. Really? So that's why I was like, wait, I know this, I know that one. Well, uh, you've probably seen more than me, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, dude, it, it's, it's how much I remember of it that's the problem, not so much if I saw it. Well, when they asked me to do a panel for Space 1999, I said, don't ask me any questions. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll talk about the film industry and everything else, but again, it was just a job. I went in, I got dressed, I did what I was told, and I went home after being paid. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, it was nice for you that it was a little more long-term. Yeah, well, a lot of the time I used to do standing in. Mm -hmm. 
you know what that is? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that used to be good for me as well because if the actress was working on it for three months, then you got three months' work. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes, if in well, in the old days, if you were really lucky, they they said, oh, you know, we need somebody to sit in a restaurant or sit in a coffee shop or walk past the window. Just run out and do that. And at the end of the day, you get two lots of money, one for standing in and one for crowd. So, oh, wow. So that was good. I remember we were, I was working with Glenda Jackson and we were all nuns in a sort of a, an abbey outside of Elstree. And... We were all dressed in the full habit. Okay. And they used to have all the nuns and the vicars and whatever come there for conferences. And I was standing in the church and this nun was standing beside me watching what was going on. And she said, oh, sister, wouldn't you like to be in the film? I said, I'm sorry, I am. <laughs> I thought, oh, I never knew I looked that innocent. <laughs> That is funny. But they were good fun. You know. Yeah. It's not sort of all enclosed orders and vow silence and all that. Some have got really good senses of humour. So that was fun. Very cool. And my friend and I, we used to go to Elstree shopping dressed as nuns in my friend's white Jaguar. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> And we'd, we'd go in Woolworths and we'd buy, like, hairspray and makeup and feminine things and this, that and the other. And then we'd come out and the windows were down on the car. The music was full blare and our, <laughs> our habits would be flapping out the window as we charging down the road in and, the car. And I'm sure we got a lot of dirty looks as well, <laughs> wondering what is going on here. <laughs> well, I suppose most of the people who lived in the area think, oh, bloody filming again. <laughs> uh, those actors. <laughs> yeah. Crazy actors. I know they would never let me walk down the road as Lisa Serlin anyway. <laughs> that. that would have been really funny. Yep. Okay, next. Um, let's go back to uh, Star Wars and the cons that you were attending. I was always curious about the one that I think you're attending this in uh, in May. That's uh, Star Wars the fan. Uh, Burnley. No, the fan 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 fest. Fan the, Sunday. Yeah, the one that you have the dinners. You have the dinner. Yeah, that's in Burnley. Okay, I wasn't sure where it was located, but I know it's every yeah. year. And every time I see it, it's, it's very cool, and I, I would I would love to attend one one day. Um, we don't have that here in the States. I wish they would do something like that. What it is is they actually have dinner with the stars. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. each table will have a Star Wars actor with them. And it's just oh, wow. anybody can just buy a ticket. And then obviously there's a limited amount of tickets sure, being sold. But you can actually have, you know, eat, eat with Pam Rose if you wanted to. And I just thought it was awesome. That's a great idea that you have over here. They don't have that here. So that's if you true. have you done uh, all those before, Pam, or is this your first probably, one? Your cons are probably so much bigger that it would be impossible nigh on to sort it out. It is, but they can do like private ones like that if they you know, really wanted to. Well, you know, if they say if they did a hundred all in dollar deal, mm -hmm. like not everybody can afford that. So if they wanted to meet the stars, they could do that and then have entrance to the show the next day or something like that. If they do an all in ticket. Okay. Have you done one of those before, Pam, or is this your first year doing that? No, I've been to Burnley before. Okay. But I didn't. I've done Dinner with the Stars, but not at Burnley. I oh, think it's yeah. about four years ago. Okay. Um, might be five, because the last three um, sessions in May, I've been in Canada. 
Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. I, I was doing shows in London and um, uh, what's the other place? I can't remember. Outside of Toronto. Okay. Okay. So you were in North America then. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. North. Way north. Right? Way north. Way north. north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we yeah, ever... so... They all really made me feel at home, so I had great fun over there, and they took me around and see Niagara Falls and shopping and met the mayor and things like that. So wow. cool. that was where the girl was dressed up as me turned up. Oh, that was oh. in Canada? Oh, wow. That's okay. where it was? That had to so, be pretty cool to see that, that someone actually would, you know, remembered your character and liked it that much that they actually wanted to cosplay in it. Well, she, as I say, all the times I've been to shows, there's one in Canada, one in Denmark. Nobody else has replicated it. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So, and some of the girls I see, I hope they don't. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if you ever come to Chicago to a con, we'll definitely have Johnny dress up as your character. I was about to say that about you. Oh, <laughs> that's worth coming for. <laughs> Oh, um, let's see. Do you guys have anything else? No, I, I'm pretty much uh, set, I right. think. My, yeah. last, my last question would be, Pam, is um, how how well did you know Richard Bonehill? Uh, recently he passed away. I believe, was it on Monday? Last Monday? He, yeah. Uh, so. he, well, he's the same age as me, so okay. it was a great shock. Okay. To, to, to those uh, that don't, know who, to those don't know who he Richard. is. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead, Pam. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, the same as Richard LaParmentia last yeah, mm -hmm. he was 66, the same as me, and now Richard Bonehill, 67, the same as me. So it's it's quite frightening, I, and I tried to inquire if anybody knew what happened to him, because he was fighting fit. Yeah, he so, was like a fencing I champion, I read about. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's seen very good health for his age. Yeah. And it was kind of a surprise to everyone to, to see that he, he passed. Now, did you know him, like, very well, like, on a personal yeah, level? Yeah, he was or one just, of the boys yeah. at the time. And, you know, we were in Denmark doing a show with him, um, I think that was about three years ago. I had it as my profile picture recently. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, well, the thing is, the only thing we're guaranteed when we get here is we're going to go, but when, we don't know. Right, mm -hmm. right. So this is why you just have to get on, do as much as you can, while you can, and, you know... I just hope that these people they go quickly. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I don't, I just don't want to think that I'm going to sit in a chair and rot, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. in a nursing home or something like that. I don't care about dying. I just how I die. Right. Exactly. Um, it's unfortunate. I didn't. You know what happened with Richard. I never met him personally, but I've been hearing. You know, he's he was always a good guy to. Uh, to talk to you at the cons and stuff and just a great all-around guy just in general um, well the thing is you know those bo those boys used to collect all the patches you've seen my patches yes. haven't you that was another question I was going to ask you about your patchwork you have a you have a, you have a well, huge wait blanket one wait one second okay those boys had all their patches in books now for somebody to stand there and flip through all the pages to look at the patches I just thought that was a waste of time mm-hmm so that's how I come. I started to put them on my jacket, mm -hmm. and there's like over ninety on that. And now, the cloth is basically I've got room for two little ones. The guys, so, the guys here don't know the patches she's talking about. They're the patches from like Star Wars garrisons, 
throughout okay. the whole wow. throughout the the world basically. Wow. Okay. And they've been sending her these patches, and she would put them on this like shit. Well, she started. I think you started with a jacket, right, Pam? Then you moved on to a. I started jacket. with a jacket. Then I thought I'd use it as a cloth when I go to the cons. But now wow. the cloth is more like a bed cover. Okay. So. Oh wow! Wow. And it's just covered with just patches from all these different garrisons. It's, it's pretty cool. I've got no idea how many on it anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. But the thing is, you know, there's charity patches, there's um, Batman patches, there's Space 99 patches. There's. I went to Canada and I wanted to go and visit the, um, the fire station mm-hmm. because they had this big truck and it was all gleaming and everything else. And I said... Oh, I'd love to go and have a look at it and have a picture taken with it. And the boys, they were so pleased. And they'd come in and, like, have a T-shirt, have a badge off my jacket, and here's this, that, and the other. And so, basically, they all went on. So it's a memory cloth oh, as well. Oh, as, okay. So wow. you, it's as, random um, patches. I thought you just had all Star Wars ones on there. At least that's the ones I guess I saw. Well, <laughs> there's probably, caught my eye. probably 99% of them are Star okay. Wars. Okay, that's, that explains it. But that's very cool. Yeah, like it's like like treasured memories you had, obviously from places you visited and people you met. Yeah, that's yeah. really well. Cool. You know, from Ecuador and Mexico and Australia and all over the place. So, you know, I've had well, it forms a friendship with people as well. Yes, you know, because yes. mm-hmm. I have sure. my own patch, so I either swap with them my patch or I swap pictures with them or whatever. So, listen, you boys in America, if you ever see any of my Lee Subserlin toys... Yes, I was going to close please, with that one. <laughs> please get them. <laughs> oh, I, I try. They're they're pretty rare to find these ones. They're, I've never seen, seen them, them, and I'm a big collector okay. of the toys, and I've never seen them. They're, the, off, they're off the Legacy line. Okay. And I can only get them on hey, eBay. No, I can only find them on eBay here. What was that? It, it came out in 2009. Right, okay. Yeah, I so, I sent one over to um, I think it's an autograph collection group over there called Imperial Signings. They were going to bring one for you to sign for me at your next uh, one of one of your cons that you're going to. I'm, I'm not sure which one they're, they're going to be attending, but they're going to definitely have one signed. Um, okay. Hopefully, they send it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> but as I say, if you do see them, please get them and just email me and or send me a message and I'll. Pay you by PayPal, but don't pay too much for them. I, I, but when I bought, it, I think I paid like fifteen for it. But I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely send one your way. I, I can, I do find them. They are kind of rare to, to find, but when I do come across, I'll definitely will, uh, I'll definitely send a few your way. Yeah. Well, just, just hang on to them, and then when you get two or three, I'll, I'll send you the money, and you can just ship them all together. Okay. That, that, all right. That work. That be on the lookout at the shows that are coming up. Yeah, so. we got a couple coming up. So. Mm-hmm. Well, as I say, you, you never know. But in the UK, they're just about impossible. Wow. It's. I'm just surprised they just didn't send you one, like personally, when they said, "Hey, we're we, we're launching a figure in your in your, Listen, your character." They um, didn't even tell me it was coming out. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Well, I'd wow. only just gone on Facebook a little while before that, and one of the boys in France. He messaged me. He said, oh, I've just bought your action figure. I went, what? <laughs> I said, where did you get that? He said, oh, Forbidden Planet in London. Coat on, yeah. on the bus, down to the shop. And the thing is, they have a box of, say, 50 toys come in, but mm-hmm. maybe there'll only be two of mine. Mm-hmm. 
So I said, whatever comes in, you know, just keep them, keep them. Right. The last time I went down, there was at the beginning of last year, and the only one they could find was on Amazon, and that was thirty pounds. Wow! Oh wow! That's wow. so about yeah. that's like fifty bucks. I want yeah. to say, yeah, yeah, fifty US dollars yeah. roughly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess uh, I guess the royalty check for those action figures got lost in the mail then, huh, Pam? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the one thing I have been doing, I've just done a second order for Tops cards. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. sure. So I'm just waiting for the payment to the second lot. So those are the ones you signed. Those are the ones you have to sign, right? Yeah, and how, then how many of those did you have to sign? To different setting? artists, I believe. Uh-huh. There was all sorts of different. There was one wooden one. What? Why does somebody want to collect a wooden autograph? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's strange. Yeah. yeah. But hey, you know. how, how many uh, cards did you end up signing? Do you remember? Uh, a lot, huh? I think the first lot was about um, five hundred or something. Wow. <laughs> and I can't remember this lot. I don't think it was quite as many, but it's still worth about two thousand dollars to me. So. Yeah. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> That's good for half a day's work, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, very cool. We'll, we'll definitely keep an eye out for the uh, action figures. That would so, be lovely. Brian's our toy guy over here. So yeah, he'll, he'll, I'll uh, be on the lookout. So, well, you, as I say, um, with celebration coming up in um, Anaheim. Yes. Did you get an invite? I didn't get an invite. Oh, but we, the last time they did it over there... Mm-hmm. They, somebody actually took a picture where they had me on screen down there. You okay. know, okay. so I was, I had a mention, but I suppose I'm not big enough to invite. Oh, oh. I went to Essen in Germany for Celebration Europe last year. Okay, so that's that's our celebration's equivalent in Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. that's yeah. their version of celebration. So, okay. well, how so how was that, Pam? I should have asked you that one. Um, I didn't sign there. I was doing some interviewing for Australian TV. Oh, okay. And. The thing is, I like to get up and join in mm-hmm. or have a look round or wander around. I don't want to be sat in a booth mm-hmm. with right. a partition between me and the next people for six or seven hours a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd rather do the small cons and, you know, enjoy the thing. Right. So. Definitely. <laughs> for sure. Oh, cool. All right, Pam. Um Thank you for joining us. It was definitely it was a it was a pleasure um, talking to you for, for first, and definitely hearing all the stories that you had to share. Yeah, on the uh, the films that you were in. Yes, thank you for asking me. So you you have to go on to Facebook now and show my your friends my patches. Oh, I definitely will. Yes, for sure. Uh, definitely. They want to know, so I'll show them. Okay. Um, yeah, if you ever thank come you to the states, much. if you ever come to the states, just let let us know. We'll definitely uh, get together. We'd love to uh, meet you in person. It'll be cool. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank you. Right, thank, thank you very you. much. Right. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye, Pam. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Have a nice day. You too. You too. <laughs> May the force be with you. Ah, <laughs> perfect. May the force be with you too. Okay. Bye. All right, bye.